This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, how did Jimmy Kimmel lose all that weight? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you like thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor and I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And as I record this, we're in the middle. It's uh, April 2020 and we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're all stuck at home. And last week I kind of mentioned how I had gone up because, well, I could watch some more bad TV or I could go eat or I would make enough food for a week and then eat it in two days. And so actually after I recorded that, I had two more days where I went up and I was like, well, we know what's not working. And so the last time I recorded this podcast was March 31st. I weighed 225.8. And like I say, I went up to like 227. I am down on April 8th as I record this down to 225.3. So I'm down a half a pound since the last episode, but it's actually more than that. And there are a couple of things. Number one, there just comes a point. There's always that number that you go, it used to be 225 that I would just go, oh, that's it. Hold on. And so... I'm watching all these late night people and I forget what I, somehow I think I went down a rabbit hole of Jimmy Kimmel on YouTube and Jimmy Kimmel's face used to be about twice the size that it is now. And I went, okay, how did Jimmy Kimmel lose weight? And I expected it to be sucked out or he got a trainer or whatever. And according to an article in men's journal, he mentions how he had gone years without weighing himself at all. And I think some of us want to do that. Maybe if I just don't weigh myself, then I I don't have to confront the fact that, well, the stuff we already know, that our pants don't fit anymore, T-shirts don't fit anymore. And uh, when he finally did, he said, I'd come a long way from the, the days of being a teenager and being skinny. He was, I guess, really super skinny, 6'1". And he said, so he's the kind of person that when you jump in, you jump into the deep end. He said, so I decided I was going to have two protein shakes and a very small dinner every day. He said, I did that for about eight weeks. And then I switched to a strict 2000 calorie a day diet. 
He said, I lost 25, 25 pounds that way. And then for a while, he says, I would eat uh, salmon daily for lunch. He goes, now the idea of eating salmon uh, is revolting to me. But what he did, he says, now something I've been doing for a couple of years, and I can't imagine doing this. He goes, is I starve myself two days a week. And you think it's Jimmy Kimmel. He's making a joke. He's not. It's called the 5-2 diet. And what it means is on five days out of the week, you kind of eat normal. Now, that doesn't mean you go nuts, and we'll talk about that in a second. But then on two days, you eat about 500 calories for the whole day. In other words, you get one meal, and it's not much of a meal. And he says the idea is you surprise the body and keep it guessing. And as I looked into this, Beyonce and a couple other famous people are doing this. So I was like, all right, well, who came up with this idea? Because for me, weight loss has to be something I can sustain. And I just think starving myself two days out of the week, because he says he gets hangry. He goes, on those two days, I'm not a lot of fun to work with. And I'm like, that's not really. mm -mm." So I did some research on the 5-2 diet. And according to a website, The Daily Burn, the 5-2 diet was invented by Michael Mosley, who is the author of the book, The Fast Diet and the Eight-Week Blood Sugar Diet, and somebody named Mimi Spencer. And so then I looked up, like, who is Michael Mosley? And you see where I kept seeing this phrase about his his doctor-ness, if there is such a thing. And it's because he, his medical career, yeah, he's a qualified doctor. And this is where I don't, I don't quite get what a psychiatrist does, but he basically graduated after going through a program to be psych, a psychiatrist, but instead joined the BBC and became a reporter. So it's not like he's a nutritionist or somebody that studies the body all the time. I mean, I'm not... I'm not knocking his psychiatrist because I'm sure anyway, any kind of doctorate, that person was in school for a while. So that's, that's the story. And the idea is that on these two days that you're basically starving yourself, your metabolic rate actually speeds up and your body also gets on with essential repairs. And according to Dr. Mosley, it's a bit like spring cleaning Instead of having to spend time and energy digesting your food, your body works on repairing itself instead. He says, not to mention, and this is the part I'm like, well, duh. He goes, you're cutting a total of 3,000 calories per week, which to me means 3,000. Okay, because you're, that's right, 500 calories. So it's 2,000 calories a day that you're not eating. So you're eating 1,500. So it's 3,000 calories a week, which is significant enough to help people slim down. You think? Wow. Now, here's the thing. Remember when I said, what do you do when you do get to eat? He recommends following a Mediterranean-style diet, which means, you guessed it, fruits, vegetables. uh, Vegetables? Yeah, it's a new thing. It's part fish oil and it's part vegetable. It's vegetables. Vegetables oily fish like salmon, nuts, olive oil, yogurt, cheese, and even the occasional glass of wine. So again, we're looking at fruits and veggies. And notice there's no meat in there a whole lot. So, okay, uh, 
And then somebody said, well, wait a minute. If you're going down to 500 calories on one of those days, isn't your body going to go into starvation mode? Well, from what I've read, you don't do the 500 days back to back because you will end up killing somebody, I think, at that point. But according to uh, Michael Mosley, your body only goes into starvation mode if you've deprived it for weeks. And that's different than anything I've ever heard. Because anytime you're like under 300 calories, you're like, oh, you might go into starvation mode. So that is something I wish somebody would investigate that I might have to uh, to look into. But what that did, though, is I thought, well, wait a minute, because Jimmy Kimmel, one of his kind of, I guess, his uh, charm is he seems like an everyday kind of Joe, you know, a funny guy kind of thing. And I was like, well, wait a minute, if Jimmy Fallon can go one day with one meal, I can go one evening without a snack. And that's really, I have a friend of mine, Jonathan Oaks, that does a podcast called Talking About Fat. And Jonathan started off over 400 pounds. He just went under 400. And I'm very proud of him. Really nice guy. And he's tracking his food, although that's not his favorite thing to do. He's walking. He's getting his, uh, he has a son that he gets involved with and things like that. And he said, really, because they're like like you, like me. Some weeks he's up, some weeks he's down. And uh, he said, really, what it boils down to when it comes to weight loss, it's really about just making good choices. And I know that's kind of a duh kind of statement, but it's so true that, and I've always said, one of my triggers, if I can remember to get triggered by it, is when I start doing math. When I start going, well, if I skip this meal and then do this, and maybe if I'm on the treadmill, the minute I start doing math, whatever I'm trying to eat is something I probably shouldn't eat. It's one of those like, yeah, that's not a good idea. But we're trying to figure out how we can squeeze it in the back door. And it's like, "Mm, no. And so if you think about it, it really is about making good choices. Today, I went to order groceries online this was an interesting thing because you get to see what's in your cart and I'm putting in, you know, uh, skinless chicken thighs. I'm putting in lettuce. I'm putting in fruit and vegetables, but there was a part of me that's like, Hey, what about, uh, English muffins? And I'm like, no, we've already been there and done that. And, uh, what about, I don't know, some pudding. And I'm like, "Mm, Nope, we can maybe do some yogurt. Yogurt is one of those things that I have a hard time eating just one. And so it really comes down to good choices. Now, the thing was interesting is I finally filled up my cart with good choices. I record this. It's April 8th. And unless their system was having a problem, which could be an absolute, you know, option here. uh, I don't know that I could pick up my food anytime this month. It looked like they were sold out because you would basically go to this one grocery store to pick it up. And I'm like, okay, uh, I understand I can't pick it up today, but it was like, pick a different date. And there was no dates available. And I called their hotline. They're like, yeah, we're kind of full. And I was like, all right. So that's another thing that's kind of uh, uh, maybe the good side of a pandemic is where before I might stick two chicken thighs on a plate. Well, now I stick one. Why? Because it makes the food last longer and Not that we're in a situation where we're never going to get food again. 
but it is kind of a pain in the butt and you don't really want to go outside. So it's the pandemic uh, diet. It's <laughs> so, and I hope you're being safe. Please don't be stupid. I've seen multiple uh, videos on YouTube by legit doctors that the one guy like actually held up his certificate and showed he proved he was a doctor. And he's like, yeah, this is not anything to mess with. It's like picture this way, picture pneumonia on steroids. Cause in the end, that's what you die of pneumonia. So if you're one of these people it's like, nah, I'm going out anyway, screw it. Mm. Like the last two days I have not gone outside period. I was walking around the neighborhood. Now I'm walking on a treadmill. So be smart and uh, stay inside and only go out if you have to. But we're going to talk about learning from failure in just a moment and how you, you, yes, you can do this. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. All right, I saw this YouTube video. I'm a musician, and a friend of mine sent me this YouTube thing and said, have you seen the Danny Elfman Masterclass? He said, this will fit you because you're a musician, but also it's going to scratch that podcast itch. Because one of the things that's interesting, I run the, a website called The School of Podcasting. I help people podcast. If you want to start one, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and half the problem I have with getting people to start a podcast, because I, I run into people that have brilliant stories. They have awesome personalities. They're dying to serve an audience, and I can't get them to believe that anyone would listen to them. That, no, seriously, you do have value. And so Danny Elfman has been a musical composer. Well, first of all, he started off in the 80s with a band called Oingo Boingo. And the only song I ever saw on MTV was I Like Little Girls. And if you go watch that video on YouTube, again, Oingo, so it's O-I-N-G-O-B-O-I-N-G-O was his name-o. And uh, type in Little Girls. There's no way that video gets made today. It's it's a little like, wow, that's a little over the top. And uh, it's very 
new wave-ish. It's very 80s. It's very Devo type kind of thing. And so when you see that, you don't think composer. And this guy's done music for like almost every Tim Burton movie you've ever seen. Uh, some of the Marvel movies, Pee-wee's Big Adventure is where he started. Um, and it just goes on and on and on. He's like hundreds of movies or at least over a hundred, and he's been nominated for an Oscar four times. Now listen to what he says. After hundred and something films, I'm constantly insecure, but here's the hitch. It's okay to fail, to feel insecure, doubting yourself, finding confidence and moving forward, and then doubting what you've just done. I think this is the life of a composer, and I think it's the life of an artist. If you're really going to succeed, there's no other way but by doing, making mistakes, and then learning from those mistakes and moving on. If you take the time and you learn it, I promise you it'll serve you well. I'm Danny Elfman, and this is my master class. And I just saw that and I was like, that is just so well put. And you might go, Dave, I'm not a musician. I'm not an artist. Look, losing weight is kind of an art. It really is. And if you don't fail, you don't learn. That's a great bumper sticker. I don't know who made it up, but if you don't fail, you'd never learn. How did you learn the stove was hot? And so it is a matter of, in my case, not putting the English muffins in my cart And not getting, I don't know, the pie and the Dairy Queen. And and I'm only putting good things in my refrigerator right now. I'm going to go out tonight and buy some fruit. Uh, Now that I know that I can't order, at least not anytime soon, I'm going to go give it a shot. But the other thing I've noticed that's kind of a pain in the butt with a pandemic, I'm doing dishes a lot more because I'm not eating out. The other thing I did is, again, it just goes down to making good choices is I'm going to bed earlier. And this is, if you're a regular listener of the show, this is not new. When I go to bed earlier, I don't stay up late. Cause when I stay up late, what do I do? I snack, I go to bed earlier. I get up earlier and I ride my bike. I do some sort of exercise and there's something about doing something right in the morning that gets your day going in the right direction. And it's just up to you to then keep it going in the right direction. So that's what I've been doing like the last four days. I just go to bed early. I'm paying attention. I'm starting to track everything again. And there are times, look, I'll be honest, there are times where you're like, eh, I don't want to put in how much water I drank. I know how much water I drank. Well, no, you don't. And I've also made another thing now. And I have to remember this at lunch and at breakfast. It doesn't go in my mouth until it goes in my phone. And that is another one where I'm like, oh, here I thought I was eating 2,000 calories. I was eating 2,300, 2,400. You know, those little things where you're just like, ah, oh, just have a half of this and a half of that. Mm. So keep this in mind that you don't have to do a starvation diet. I don't know that I'm going, you know, I, I don't know that I'm even going to try to only have one meal a day. But I did the one day. I woke up, exercised, got going, uh, went to work, he said, putting up air quotes, which is just my bedroom, 
and really got into work. And all of a sudden I looked up and it was like 1130 and I was like, oh, wow, I kind of skipped breakfast. I was going to go get breakfast and I'm like, am I hungry? And for some reason I wasn't. And I went, hey, let's just hang out till lunch and skip those calories. Not something I would normally recommend, but it's just one of those things where I have found times when I do eat when I'm not hungry. I'm going to quit doing that and just go, well, there's 300 calories I just skipped because that'll be good if I can do that. So keep that in mind. And real and and so for me, maybe Jimmy Kimmel isn't like a an icon for strength and discipline. And I, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He seems like it on TV. But there is a part of me that goes, look, if Jimmy Kimmel can do this, I'm pretty sure I can do this. And if we go back to Danny Elfman, if if there's a day you try this, whatever it is, and we're, you don't have to do this insane 500 calorie thing. Maybe you're just saying, hey, tomorrow I'm going to get up and, and walk for a half a mile on the treadmill. Or I'm going to do tomorrow I'm going to do five push-ups, or whatever it is you want to start tomorrow and you don't do that. Just realize you're like, okay. Let's look at why I didn't do this. What stopped me from doing this? I know for me, I cannot put things on my exercise bike. It's weird. And I have to make it, it's so stupid. I mean, it is so stupid. I have to make sure my shoes are there. My my bike shorts are there. I have to, like, if there's one, like, minuscule of a, of a hurdle, I'll be like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. It's so dumb. But yet, when I get on the bike, I fire up my Spotify. I turn on my workout uh, tunes playlist. I'm actually having fun. And it's so weird that something stupid like, oh, I don't know where my shorts are. Like I can't wear, I don't know, just anything to ride a bike. It's so dumb how we will find any kind of excuse to shoot ourselves in the foot. So again, be safe. And, you know, if you are a health worker, God bless you. If you're, you know, wherever your job is, if you're dealing with the public, God bless you. I just, I can't imagine, you know, it's, it's the thing is it sucks either way. Cause if you're not going to work, well, that means you're probably unemployed and that's no fun either. And it's scary. And so I applaud everyone as we just try to get through this together. And speaking of being together, I want to thank all the logical losers uh, Laura, Sergio, Amanda, Connie, uh, Robert, Regina, Diane, Joseph, uh, who am I missing here? Mary, uh, and another Joseph. Um, if you go out to logicallosers.com and, uh, you can sign up for as little as five bucks a month. It's just our private Facebook group. It helps keep the lights on here at the logic weight loss podcast. I think we're actually now breaking even <laughs> yay, which is great. The podcast doesn't cost me money anymore. And uh, we, I share a little bit in the Facebook group. I try, we, every now and then we'll have a, a Wednesday weigh in and things like that. And we share articles that we find. If you'd like to join us, come out logicallosers.com. Thanks so much for tuning in and um, hang in there. If I know it's tough, especially if you're home with your spouse and your kids, that's another level of stress. And that stress is not good for us. That's another thing. By default, stress is not good on your system for weight loss. So when in doubt, oh, that's the other thing I meant to talk about today. I'll say this as we head out the door. I started to get into meditation and I started to read a book and I said, you know, I I realize this is kind of woo-woo stuff and uh, I've come to the conclusion that as open-minded as I could try to be, 
It's just too woo-woo. But I don't disagree that there are times when, because I've done this on my Apple Watch, just taking a, a little bit of time to close your eyes and for a minute, even if it's just a minute, to just take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, and just focus on your breath, which is hard because your brain wants to run all over the place. Just do that, and I'm pretty. I, the times I've done it, it's helped me feel better and less stressed, and back away from the Twinkies. So, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at logicalloss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is logicalloss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of skinnysongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.